0: Yeah, you never answer my questions though
1: I'm super fucking excited though Super excited
0: Tell everyone why you're excited
1: Two weeks I'm going to a Mets game First game actually watching the Mets in New York I never was to Shea Which, sad face But I'll be in the parking lot That is where Shea used to be
0: That's exhilarating to to
1: go to City Field Hell yeah Hell yeah Let's go Mets. I don't even know if they won last night, to be honest.
0: Sorry for you. Braves won. Sorry for you. Why are you sorry for
1: me? We're like the second best team in the major leagues compared to the Yankees. Fuck the Yankees, by the way. Fuck the Yankees. They can't let the Mets be the best team. Well. They have a shitty year last year. You
0: said the same thing last year about how great your Mets were and how much the Braves sucked and then that flip-flopped and the Braves ended up winning the World Series and you were super sad face.
1: Shut the fuck up. This is my year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Buck Walter, baby. I believe in Buck.
0: You always think it's your year, but the Mets are going to do Mets things.
1: Fuck you. Enough mm-hmm. said.
0: Well, okay.
1: <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go to to City Field. Spend the day with my brothers in the city.
0: Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been to a pro game.
1: This is only going to be my second program. The first time I ever went, I was... I don't know, like three or four. We were in a box. We were down in, uh, at the vet in Philly. It was Mets-Phillies, which, by the way, is when I'm going to see the Mets play. Uh, the 28th is the Phillies.
0: Yeah. I went to a Phillies game. I was, um, and the only reason I went is because my younger sister was in the Phillies the home run, home run derby. derby.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Also, it also helps that your dad's a Philly fan.
0: Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with him.
1: But I'm excited because I get to fucking boo Bryce Harper and cuss him out because I hate that fucking dude. You know it. And I'm pretty sure they have Z- Zach Wheeler. Yeah, they have a, They have a former Met, too. So I get to fucking hopefully ream him out. Hopefully he pitches and we clock the shit out of him. <laughs> and at this point, since DeGrom's out, I want to see Scherzer pitch. That'd be fucking is
0: Why is DeGrom out?
1: DeGrom's been out since last year. Same thing he went out for... Uh, Right before the All-Star break last year. They've upgraded him. They moved him to the 60-day IL retroactive to the beginning of the season. So he should hopefully be coming back around All-Star break. And if he can come back healthy, look out. That pitching staff is disgusting.
0: Yeah, I keep saying I've just been a poor sports fan for the past year or two. I haven't kept up on much at all. Like, I just listen to little bits and pieces.
1: We let political shit get in the way of sports.
0: Well that was that's, that's really only then. that's really only part of it like i don't have live tv and that's yeah i don't really but care to pay for a streaming service that'll get it
1: justification last year although kind of pisses me off that your Braves couldn't do it in fucking atlanta because you know well they fucking suck but it was sweet sweet what the hell is, justice sweet justice that the world series had to get played in fucking atlanta
0: since they moved the All-Star game yeah you know, you'd get along really well with some of the blue-collar media group team. And so they do a lot of sports shows.
1: I, see, I, and I don't have really live TV either, but I keep up on the sports. I listen to it on my phone. I watch it, especially when it comes to my mats. I watch it on the phone. Football, I have the local channels, so I watch football and football seasons. USFL, bro, they got some pretty awesome fucking camera angles. And they have mics on 26 of the players. So And coaches, so you can hear the coaches talking to the quarterback before the play.
0: So that's still going? USFL is still going? Yeah. I thought it, I thought it caved again.
1: No, no. They're in week five this week of their games. Oh. And they, they play some good football. There are some players in there. You watch them and you go, you'll see them on Sundays. Or they're going to get a shot with a team.
0: What days do they play on?
1: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Maybe Thursday. I think they might do one game a day.
0: Just do they? Do they do basic football rules, same as the NFL?
1: It's a mix of NFL college. So, uh, two minutes left in the half. Every first down stops the clock until the ball is placed. So, so kind of like college. Yeah. Uh, their kickoffs a little different. They're kicking the ball from the twenty-five. They they moved it back to where it originally was because you're not getting a lot of touchbacks. So you're not getting a lot of touchbacks. But they're eliminating some of the big hits by the way they have the players placed. Like, they're only, like, five yards apart at the start of the kickoff, so it's more like a punt return rather than a kick return where you get that fucking full head of steam before you get blocked. Uh, But their one camera angle that's freaking amazing is they have three professional drone flyers. Really? And they have a drone on the field. Like... As they're breaking the huddle, this drone will zoom in, like, right at the feet, come up right in front of the quarterback and over his head. Dude, they're fucking amazing. They'll follow punts with it. Like, so they'll start on the ground, and then the ball gets kicked, and they'll follow the punt in, and they'll drop down right into the action and then lift up and float behind it.
0: You'll see that in the NFL someday then.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, they're, in, they're working with the NFL.
0: I was going to say, well. It's
1: more of a developmental
0: league. The, the NFL ended up taking that crosswire camera idea from the XFL. Do you remember that? Yeah.
1: Yeah, from the original XFL. The original XFL, yes. You know, he hate me yeah. when when violent hits were glorified in football because they did the the what the instead of the coin toss they did the sprint off. You started at your like twenty yards away from the fucking ball and at midfield, and just two people running for the fucking ball smacking into each other trying <laughs> to get the fucking ball like it's a fumble. Yeah. You know, good innovations, which I think, I think you'll see some of the rules implemented. They have a
0: three-point conversion. It'll, it always works that way. Like, the, the league will go for a while, and uh, eventually they won't have the financial backing for it, and they'll take all the nice things about it and send it over to the NFL.
1: I think you're wrong, because I think the NFL is, like, they're in cahoots with the USFL. It's not like it's a competitor anymore. Right, but like, still. Like, the head of referees in the USFL...
0: Is it funded by the NFL, though? Or is it its own energy? Partially, partially. Like, they might be, in, they, they might be uh, talking to one another and working with one another, but who owns it? I don't know who owns it. These, others, these other leagues failed because they didn't have the financial backing.
1: You're telling me the XFL didn't have the financial backing?
0: They didn't. That's the reason they folded. They didn't have the money to keep going.
1: Their owner was Vince McMahon. Right.
0: I know that. And you would think that they would have the money to keep going, but that was the reason they stopped.
1: This, uh, yeah, they they
0: <laughs> shut down before they even really got going, right? Did they even have any games this time? Or was it like a two- or three-week run, and then they were like, oh, we don't have the money to pay the players or the referees. Yeah,
1: but didn't COVID, that was right when COVID happened.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't COVID's reason that it failed.
1: But So the head of referees in the USFL is Mike Pereira, who is still tied to the NFL. Mm-hmm. The... Commissioner? I forget. Oh, is Moose Johnson. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's a lot of NFL ties to it. So, like, I, to, I can't say if it's funded by the NFL. I haven't looked that deep into it. If I was to guess, I'd say the NFL is backing them a little bit, yes. Because it's still on Fox. It's on NBC, who both have ties to the NFL. And now, since we're speaking NFL... How about the fucking switch up and commentators coming this season?
0: I didn't see. Of course. I mean, of course I didn't see.
1: Monday Night Football. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on ESPN.
0: Are they working for ESPN now? Yep. Like-
1: yep. Which means, thankfully, thankfully I don't watch a lot of Monday Night Football because I don't get ESPN. But when I watch the World Series this year...
0: I don't no, have Joe to Buck. Listen
1: to Joe Buck.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's always a silver lining, right?
1: Uh, and then you got Romo and Al Michaels. That right? That's who he was with. No, Al Michaels was Sunday Night Football. You got Romo and whoever he does it with. Uh, you saw Brady just signed with Fox. Even who? Though he's, Tom Brady. Even though he's still playing.
0: I've retired all of what forty days?
1: You do? Do you know the story behind that?
0: He didn't want to be home with his kids anymore.
1: Wrong. (laughs) He retired because he was in the talks with Miami. Now listen to it. He retires out of nowhere. Like you kind of maybe thought, but you knew he had a year left on his contract. He retires out of nowhere. A couple days later, Sean Payton retires. Brady was in talks with the Dolphins to become partial owner and play and have Sean Payton come in and coach. The only thing that stopped that was the Flores lawsuit or the threat of the lawsuit because the Dolphins fired him. Huh. And it is 100% confirmed Brady was going to Miami.
0: Do you, do you think he tries to play another year after yep. this just to do that? Yep. You think it happens next year? Yep.
1: To be the first player to own and play for a team? Yep.
0: So I need you. Why I would need.
1: John Payton, step away from the Saints out of nowhere.
0: Walk off into the sunset.
1: Out of nowhere, though, dude. <laughs> and then hearing that story on the Pat McAfee show. Love that guy. He's funny. And I was like, you know what? That fucking makes sense. And it has been confirmed like two or three more times since then that Brady was. He was set to go to Miami. He's got a house down there. Of course. He was going to get, I don't know how, what percentage of the team. But then he would have, the funny thing is, then he would have had to work out a trade deal for himself. But yeah. yep. Kind of weird shit that we've never really seen before. he signed a future contract with Fox for when he retires from the NFL, and he's going to make more in the 10-year contract with Fox than he has in his entire career playing football. 23 years this year.
0: That's absurd.
1: 10 years, $375 million.
0: That's just fucking wild.
1: Now, now it just blows my mind to think the, the man's been the best quarterback in the game for 21 years of his 23, and he hasn't even made $400 million.
0: Oh, he always took that hometown discount for New England.
1: Yep. And I guess you don't need it when your wife's Giselle, and, you know, she's bringing home four times what you bring home in a year.
0: <laughs> I mean, what do these people do with all that money, though? If I could just have a fraction of that, good I mean, lord.
1: I wish Elon would just give me like 0. .02% of his gross <laughs> net worth, and uh, I'd be set. I'd be set for life.
0: Right. Be cool.
1: Wild. So how you been? It's been a while since we've done this. Sick. Hi, everybody. Stay the fuck, Why the fuck am I here?
0: I don't know. I don't know why you're here. Because it's been 4 weeks. 3 months since we've done a podcast. No, not that long. Dude, it's been a long time.
1: It's been like a month. Month and a half at most, month and a half.
0: <laughs> well, we've been we've been trying to get our schedules to line up and we say this all the time on the podcast the last like four episodes we've done, "Oh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out." We haven't yet. But we're still here. We're still trying
1: work's driving me crazy with a lot of overtime but you know i say they're driving me crazy but i really like the fucking money so
0: so So it balances out
1: yeah absolutely i like the money yeah just like i'm not upset i'm working on memorial day because it's double time to work that day
0: i don't know if i'm working on memorial day i'm assuming although why y'all are off I can't, I can't imagine anybody wanting me at their house on Memorial day
1: Right, you All right, y'all are off. But, like, we're 24-hour production. The only days we're going to shut down this year are Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So, like, I'm not scheduled to work the 4th of July. I work 4th of July weekend, 4th of July and on Monday. Probably going to try to work that day, too. For the double time.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like I get sick a lot easier now. I've been sick a lot the last few months It's r- Ridiculous you're still it.
1: not fully over
0: what? Well it's is stupid it because on? Because the first two years of COVID I didn't get sick once with anything Right And then I caught that in February This is the second cold I've had And I had a stomach bug In the few short months since
1: Could also be just that time of year and Could be Since you didn't fucking get sick the last couple of years Boom
0: it's working overtime on me. But aside from that, I'm I'm busy all the time now. Like I have as of right now anyway, I have three nights a week I'm doing my streams. Uh two nights a week we have Little League.
1: How is Little League going? I know um, I know the kids not into it this year as much, but he's
0: slowly coming around. Um it's it's, just, it's, it's a little bit better than it was last year
1: the winter doldrums like you got to you got to pull the kid out of his fucking room off the yeah. fucking video game and get him outside and he, he gets back into it with like two games left. Yeah. I did tell him. I did tell him. I don't know if he believed me or even heard me cuz he was all in nah, that day. But I did tell him an over the fence home run is $100. Mm-hmm. That that's back. Now that I can afford
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just gotta get him, get him out of that laziness. Like, his legs just look so heavy sometimes.
1: It's because he doesn't fucking use them. I know. He's always on his we butt. Gotta,
0: gotta throw him outside more often. But it's funny because once he gets up there and gets moving, he kind of gets into it. If if that kid, if that kid ever finds his confidence consistently, he he can be good. I
1: don't know how he doesn't because you're always. Cheering him on and telling him. I, I I, constantly tell him, like, bro, you're so fucking good at baseball. He's just. You don't understand. Like, put your mind to
0: it. Yeah, he's just a little mopey. I, I don't know. But, I mean, he actually asked to pitch again. The first game, he wanted nothing to do with it. In the practices, he wanted nothing to do with it. He's like, I don't want to pitch. So we got him in the outfield this year, and he's pitched a little bit. He's been inconsistent. And he kind of gets down on himself about it. But I told him, like, listen, you, you got to practice. practice. Yeah. It's like you're not going to go up there and instantly be good. I was like, you have to practice. You have to. Like, when I tell you at home, hey, let's go outside and throw, I don't want to hear. <laughs> it, that's what it's you hot. Bro,
1: you remember at my house when we were kids, I had the fucking <laughs> that little tiny trampoline strung up between the in the uh swing set mm-hmm. right under the monkey bars I had like f- four ropes holding it so it was I
0: mean, I'm pretty sure we talked about this on a recent episode too yeah, your trampoline
1: and and I had the distance marked out the what what what's literally 45 45 6 yeah
0: something like that
1: I had it marked out and I would even go a little further just to get more arm strength. And I would go out there every day. I drew a square on it. That was the strike zone. And I went out there every day and I threw against it. This was also after my dad told me he was no longer catching for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. It's funny the way that I try to get him uh, motivated to try to improve and to try to practice. I try to compare it to video games and leveling up your player. I'm like, listen, it's, it's the same concept as a video game. If you want your character to be unstoppable, what do you do? You go level grinding, you go, you go fight the monsters to level up before you go fight the big boss. So your practices are like you fighting the little monsters to level up your character. And then the games are the boss fights. It's like, so you gotta go, You got to go level up, man, and not just at practice. you got to level up at home. So I said, we got this nice soft toss net outside. I was like, if you're bored, you have nothing to do. Even if I'm not around, we've got a bucket of baseballs out there. I was like, you got, you got the tee. Go hit a little bit, and then take that bucket of balls, pace yourself out, right? Set that bucket of balls on the ground and just chuck the balls into the net and go pick them up, bring the bucket back out, and throw again.
1: Right.
0: I was like, you have an entire bucket of baseballs. Like you have things that you can do on your own. You just have to want to do it. You have to want to level up. Dude. Why do
1: I feel like we didn't have to be pushed to go out and do that? Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I distinctly remember sitting out in my front yard. I used to throw the baseball up on the fucking roof and let mm-hmm. it roll down, not knowing where it was going to bounce off the – the valleys and the peaks.
0: Oh, we yeah. got creative with the way we did things, too. Like I you said, with your trampoline. I remember
1: getting bitched at by my parents for doing it. I also used to... I had that steep driveway. I used to sit across the road, throw the ball up to the top, let it roll back down. Yeah. Like...
0: Or with the tennis balls, and you'd go find, like, up at the school, even if it was, you yeah. know, on the weekend. You'd go find a wall somewhere, throw a tennis ball against the wall, and all practice day. building all ground all balls.
1: I would never do a tennis ball, though. I always used a hard ball. Or, as we got older, lacrosse balls. Yeah, I never had a lacrosse ball. They gave you very irregular bounces, so it made you think and adjust quicker. Right. Yeah, no, there was no issue about not wanting to get better because we were all good. We all understood the game. For sure. Nowadays, yikes.
0: Yeah, it's it's hit or miss. It really is. We got we got two kids this year added to our roster that I am so grateful for because they're both pitchers. Uh, I could tell you the one you know, I'll tell you after the recording because I don't want to put their name out there, but comes from a baseball family, so it's nice to have a couple of the kids that can pitch. Cause I was worried because this year, thank God the league has umpires. We don't have to ump our own games anymore so we can really focus on coaching. Um, I stepped back and didn't take the head coach role because I didn't want to do all, uh, all the phone calls and all of that nonsense. So I still help out in the same extent that I did last year, but I'm not the one running the book. I'm not the one like, I want to focus. I wanted to focus on helping the kids and not focus so much on clerical type shit, if you will. Um, because I couldn't get I couldn't get my wife to call parents if I tried. So, luckily, the one that has the team now, his wife helps.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So that's nice. Bookkeeper, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. That's actually shocking to hear. So yes. it, <laughs> he took over the team. Yeah.
0: Well, because, because I'm helping, but, um, so we have umpires, which is, which is great. But in the same breath, uh, it's, it's just like regular baseball. So four balls is a walk hit by pitch. You take your base, stuff like that. So we needed kids who could pitch consistently. And last year we did not have that. We had kids that were trying to learn how to pitch. But if we had the same kids that we had last year, this year, and that was it, it, it'd just be five runs every inning. It'd be a carousel. Like, Eli can do it if he focuses. Like, he can do it if he focuses, but he's got to work on it. He's got to work on being consistent. So that, that part of it's nice. Because that also helps, helps the, the games keep moving, which makes me happy. But, like... The, there's good and bad to it because then you still have the younger kids see it's still eight years to 12 years so those younger kids who are eight or nine not all of them are all that skilled so you have these kids who are pitching full speed these younger kids can't touch it
1: let's be realistic 90 percent of the 10 11 and 12 year olds have no skill anymore either also
0: well the, the one pitcher that i'm telling you we got this year is like you in Little League. He can chuck it. So each kid is still only allowed to pitch two innings. It's not a pitch count. It's two innings. So we've been saving him as our closer each game. And if we are tied or we have a lead going into it, into the final innings, we know we got a lockdown. The other kids can't touch him. Um, like he, he chucks, man. And he throws the same way you always did, like a football player, a short-arm throw. You never. You might think you did. You stretch your arm back. You you always came up to your ear and threw, and that's the same way this kid throws it.
1: Later, my, later I did. As you got, got older, catcher.
0: As you got older, you did, <laughs> but in your younger I years, I was you stretched. you you yeah you sh- you short arm it, um, but he still chucks it hard. Like I can't imagine if this kid had a you know a proper throwing form. How fast he would throw? I'm he's I'm he's about six. He's probably about sixty-five miles an hour. I'll probably have about, sixty-five, I'll have to seventy. Come
1: up and, and try to work on him getting the long yeah. arm. <laughs>
0: That's the other funny thing. Well, well first off, off, our team's three and two. The other teams are talking about how our team is the team to beat. Nice. Yeah, big nice. turnaround from last year. Well, but okay. uh, uh, what was I? What was I saying? Pitching, pitching, and that. Yeah, well, we lost one the other night, but that's because he accidentally hit a girl, and she stole second, oh, they're and then stealing? they're stealing again. You just can't steal home. And then went to steal third, and our catchers aren't the best throwers. So I wanted to hold up, but the kid threw down to third anyway, and our third baseman missed it, and she scored in the winning run in the last inning. So that kind of stunk. But, um, yeah, so... My my dad came to the games starting last week. The first game he was at, we were on the middle field. And, you know, the bleachers are way out in the outfield. He sat on the bleachers to start the game. Ended up coming over to the dugout. We were on the first base. We were on the first base side. He's a coach. And he, like, I could hear him as the game was going on. And then uh, last game, he didn't even bother going out to the bleachers. He came right in. And he's, like, trying to talk to all the kids. And I'm thinking to myself, these kids have no idea who he is. They're just, like, this old guy's coming in trying to tell us this, that, and the other thing. I have to, like, go up and tell the kids. I'm like, don't worry. He was my coach when I was your age. You're all right. <laughs> like, he can't help himself.
1: Uh-huh. It's, the same, it's the same way when I go. One, I end up in the dugout.
0: And, once a coach, forever a coach, I guess. And
1: I've never been a coach.
0: Well, well you just have I, a love for the game.
1: Honestly, don't think I could ever coach especially little league in
0: this I've, area i was telling i was telling my dad the other day i'm like i like i can coach but i have a hard time with the young ones who are not skilled and, and it's not so much the young you, ones you
1: talk to him about the difference like now that he's been to a, a couple of the games this year the difference mm-hmm. between he can when we were that age he can see it
0: now, he can see it and he's like trying to give me pointers on what to do and i'm like listen i like I understand what I have to do. It's just a matter of like, you can't, you can't focus so much on this and not this because this kid needs to learn that. And that kid needs to learn this. they are at different skill levels and different ages. It's hard to really focus. It's hard to really focus. I, Cause I feel like, I feel like the older kids are getting left behind. Like, yeah, I want to be on the younger kids. Like I, I can coach older kids, like the kids who already have their skill. I can do that, and I can hone their skills. I can be good at that. But the problem I am finding right now is with the younger ones who are kind of there just to be there. They don't really have a love, love of the game. So when you're trying to teach them, they're not paying attention to you. They don't really care, and they're still going to do things their way. Like you're not getting through to them. So trying to find a way to get through to them is the difficult part.
1: So do we still have teeners, or did it- Fucking travel ball I heard
0: them. that there's only one teener league team right now in Honesdale. Honesdale is down to only one team or league and team. That's the stars. I don't know which one it is. I'm, I'm I'm hoping that there are still other teams in the area, but I I you have no, they've
1: no idea. they've started playing Valley View. They've started going. Well, the they have Valley. to to fill out the league. Yeah. Like,
0: like that's, that's just.
1: It's such a dying sport, and I don't know why.
0: Well, the other. The other little league locally. is kind of the other little league is kind of messing everything up, like spreading numbers and it's not no, no, and no, making it a travel. I, I don't think little league should be travel ball and, unless it's all stars.
1: They're not really traveling. Though. They are. Far. They are. yeah because they're in the same little league as Waymart and Hamlin are. They play in Scranton. Like that's I wish ours was like that. I always wished our little league was like that.
0: I didn't. I like, I like having the complex. It was because great, for my me. My
1: favorite time was when we had the county tournament and you had people from teams from all over. Right, Canada. but that was
0: all stars. You, like no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Because no, no. they did the team county tournament too.
0: I don't remember you, yeah, that.
1: Well, it's because you never finished first or second. <laughs> the first and second place teams from our league would be in a tournament where you'd have the first second place team from Paul Pack, first second place team from DV, or Morris or whatever the hell they were. Uh, Valley View would come in, Archibald would come in. You'd have all the... Waymart would come in, all the Little Leagues would come in, and it would be a one-week tournament just like... That right, tournament. that's a tournament. That's
0: not, a, that's not an entire league.
1: Right, but it was more fun playing those tournament games than it was in the season games for me. Yeah, but... like you're playing against people you you don't always play against. Right? right. It was more challenging. But you see... You always finish second because it's goddamn tall motherfucker. I won't say his
0: goddamn name. Hitting it over the trees. Oh, I know who you're talking no, about. that
1: was All-Stars. That was the All-Star yeah. County tournament. Right,
0: right, but that's the guy. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. But no, see, for me, for me, having that one central location is nice and having that... Having the whole league here is nice because at that age... I think it's more important to be instructional than to worry about, you know, the the whole winning side of it. I mean, yes, there's the Little League World Series, but we're not even we're not even an official Little League. We're not in that.
1: That's the other reason I would like to have always been in the same league as Waymart. That's
0: But then Okay, so without sounding like a dick
1: when you have, when you
0: have, no, when you have this many kids in the league like we used to have, right. not every kid is good, right? So, so you can't, you can't expect to compete. Teams. There you wouldn't can't... have
1: been as many teams, right? You would have at that point, you at that point, maybe three Homesdale teams.
0: At that point, you would have had to try out for Little yes. League then whereas how it's set up now kids get to be a part of a team even if they're not that great they get to be part of it they get to learn they learn the camaraderie they learn the sport they learn hard work and effort and all of that okay i get that because little league is little league little league isn't little league isn't for only for kids who are going pro like it's about development it's about the experience
1: okay and i get and yes and it's about teaching but it's not about teaching eight-year-olds, and 12-year-olds on the same team. Yeah. There has to be a separation.
0: Yeah.
1: Because like you said, you're leaving the older kids behind because you got to focus on these younger kids so they don't get fucking killed out there. And <laughs> then these older kids are, are shit out of luck, which is why this other league, I don't think it's a detriment to this. I think they formed because this was falling apart.
0: They, no, no so. so, okay. I, I know
1: how they started because my brother played on their travel team in high school. But when they came in and they looked at the talent that they were getting out of this area, that league had already started they, falling apart.
0: They were supposed to work together with the Holmesdale Little League, and uh, like how I think they should have done it was break it up, like so that the kids could play all summer. Because by mid June, this little league is done, and then from June to September, you have nothing. So I thought, and it, the, I guess the original idea was. To work together and do both leagues back to back, so the kids could play all year. But there was some kind of a a spat and a disagreement. Which they're like, "All right, fine, we'll do it the same time. You guys are doing it then." That's
1: more parents saying, "We want to go on vacation." No, it was. It was a lot of it has to
0: do with that. That's why it was between the. It was between the people in charge of the leagues at the time, which the one is no longer. Right. So but they, they, had, they had, had, had an issue with something, something, and they had a disagreement. Right, but if, and... I'm, if I'm this new
1: league, and you're trying to work with them, and you go and you see, even at that time...
0: Well, now you're playing what if.
1: No, no, I'm not saying what if. I'm Imagine you're running this league, which is supposed to be the better of the two because they have the background of the travel league. They have... Experienced coaches—they, they know what they're doing. They have everything at their fucking fingertips. To look at what the Honesdale Little League had become compared to what you knew it as—that league fell. And I wouldn't want to—I wouldn't have wanted anything to do with it. I told you as soon as this new one started, I thought you should have jumped Eli over. Yeah, yeah. Because his skill level matches better there, and he will learn the game. They're not learning the game; they're learning the fundamentals. They're not learning the game. They're not learning the mind, the mind games
0: of the game. Well, well they're they're, they're trying to get more. The, they're, they're trying to get more into that this year. But like I said, when you have, well, when you have when you have the age gap and the skill gap, it's really tough. Too because too because here's the funny part: is with this kid that we have now, that's a fireballer. He comes in to pitch. Their young kids are still going up to face him, like they're they're that eight and nine year olds.
1: That may help them later on. Like well, it could
0: also them. it it could also harm them yes. to right. where it scares the crap out of them and they don't want to be in that batter's box anymore. Right, like it gets in their head and then they they stay in their head.
1: Like, I, like this, I I haven't seen.
0: I want nothing more than to be able to be competitive. Like I want to I want to make my kids hustle, go hard. Uh, it, overthrows. Just get what, what you can and just be super aggressive. Not
1: screaming matches with teammates, but like on the sideline, we would be getting in each other's face to hype people up. Like I don't see the kids just walk off the field. <laughs> like I've yet to go watch one of these games here in White Mills, but I would, I I, I would love to. I just want to see the the skill difference because. I can only imagine that it, it it there's a vast difference like I think to, you guys are probably one of the few who haven't taken a your kid who has skill to, and moved them to there.
0: Yeah, but not a lot of the not a lot of the parents really enjoy the travel part of it. It's it's really difficult and I the one that's that the one that's on our team now this year that I'm thankful to have. Came from that league. Uh, came from that league and he said he's like well, you know when you have to be at the field at 430 all the way over and wherever he's like I'd have to leave work early just to go get my kid there he's like that's not it's not possible he's like it's it's difficult to do right
1: but see then you have the perfect thing what's the skill gap between this kid man now I don't know who who it is yet so he may be may have naturally be gifted. But what is the skill gap between him and your next best player that didn't jump from that league? It's got to be huge. What's the skill difference between him and the next best player in the league that didn't come from that league? It's got to be drastic. Because they have the league set up in such a way that you can take the kids with skill and, and work on it and actually teach them the like I said, the mind fuck that is baseball. (laughs) Baseball is not a physical game. It's like 5% physical. Hitting the ball is about the most and throwing the ball are about the most physical things in baseball you do. Fielding it can be physical if you don't know how to field the ball cleanly. It can hurt. But 95% of baseball is a mental game. As a batter, you're thinking, in this count, what am I going to see? as a catcher in this count where do we want to put the ball and then as a pitcher the same thing in this count what do i want to throw now maybe it little league it's not that intense like the coach yeah. decides but even then as a pitcher your your constant thought is got to hit my spot got to hit my well, spot got to get it by this guy
0: as of right now uh, teaching the pitchers it's not like we used to throw fastball change up stuff like that it's just get the ball over the plate. Please just get the ball over the plate. <laughs> oh, God. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It can, it can, be, it can be hard. Like I said, like, I, I, can, I can coach. I, can, I think I can coach kids well that are already established. They want to be there. They want to learn. They want to grow. I can help hone their skills. It's working with the ones who are just there to be there. That's very tough for me. It's very tough. I've said I struggle with that
1: for the, for the last 10 years when I thought about trying to coach, thought about getting uh, Phoebe's brother in, into baseball, but he wanted nothing to do with it. It was always stuck in my head. I could never coach Little League. The earliest I could coach is teeners because I'm, I'd am i still got that old school mentality. I can't be soft and, and, and baby you at a baseball practice or in a game. No, no, no. I'm going to yell – it's Not gonna be like nastily, but I'm gonna yell I've, like it's.
0: I've yelled a little bit more this year than I have in the past. Like, I've I've gotten loud I with the have kids.
1: To coach 13, 14, and fifteen—that's the youngest I can coach.
0: It, it kills me. It kills me to see the kids on the baseball field walking to positions and walking off the field. The field dude. That I kills me. hate it. Hate it. Like guys, if you can't move, you can't feel the ball. If you can't feel the ball, you can't hit. Like what? What? What are you thinking? And like, listen. Like I said, I want nothing more than to be aggressive, but with the age range, like I have, I have my reservations about it, which sucks because I know, I know one of the other head coaches who is on the board really wants to push, uh, you know, wants to push learning the game and really getting into it and trying to be aggressive, playing real baseball. And I get that. I want that. I want to do that too. But the age
1: he's talking about, I'm sorry. Doesn't work because you don't have the skill gap to
0: fucking that's and that's where I'm at with it is like you can look at the teams and see the skill difference, you can look at the players and see the skill difference. Like, okay, here's a situation that arose the other night, all right? So I told you stealing is okay, and I'm I came to terms with that. I'm like, whatever, you know what, my catchers can't reach second base, no one's gonna get thrown out. I get it. You still want them to know that they can steal, you want them to learn that they can steal. Cool. Stealing home is not allowed still. So you can steal every base except for home. Okay? So you know my catchers. You know they struggle with throwing in general. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, c- and catching. <laughs> so <laughs> tell me tell me your thought on this. Uh, well, first, I want you to tell me how it's scored in the scorebook. Then tell me your thoughts on this. Okay? So we had a situation. We were playing a certain team, the same team that you know I get angry about. Okay. Okay. So you know which team it is now. So we were already losing by like 3 or 4 runs the other night. And our catcher, they had a runner stole second, stole third. Now he's sitting on third. Our catcher threw back to the pitcher. The it, it bounced off the pitcher's glove and just behind the mound. Pitcher goes to pick it up. The ki- as soon as it hit the pitcher's glove and fell, the kid from third ran home. That's a steal. In the scorebook, that is a stolen oh, base. A yeah. Yes. Okay, thank you. Cuz that's what I said. I'm like this is a stolen base. And their thing was, "Oh, he overthrew the pitcher." Like that goes in the scorebook as a stolen base. And it's they're like, "Well, you, we're tr- Okay, so I didn't talk to them about it. I was a little I got loud and I'm I'm like over on the side. I'm like, "You know, there comes a point I know you want to teach the rules of the game, but there comes a point you have to teach sportsmanship as well. Like, you have to look at these teams, see the difference in skill, and teach your kids a little fucking sportsmanship here. All right? So we had a situation later in the game where we did the same thing because they did it. I'm like, whatever, gloves are off, do whatever. And we ended up coming back and winning that game. So I went up to this other coach the other night, the one that I was just talking about before, the one I like, who wants to pull of the league in a positive direction which i appreciate
1: his first coach
0: yes, yes. okay yes. yes so and i appreciate him wanting to take it in in a different direction and teach the kids the game so i approached him before our game the other night i asked him his thoughts on it he's like oh i would i would allow that too i said yes but i said that's technically i said i understand you want it because he said too you want to you want to Put responsibility on your catcher. You want to teach them responsibility. Get make sure you're making a clean throwback to the pitcher. I said yes, okay, I get that. But you said no stealing home. That's a stolen base. To me, that is a stolen base.
1: 100.
0: And it's scored. I'm glad you you agree with me that it's scored in the scorebook as a stolen base. So if you are not allowed to steal home, you cannot steal home on an overthrow back to the pitcher. Because that is a stolen base. I said, you have to... I said, listen, I almost said his name, but you have to... I said, I really wish you had a rules meeting at the beginning of the year. I said, I understand you're trying to make this more like real baseball this year, and that's great. But you need to lay the rules out and go over them and agree upon them at the beginning of the year. We can't be expected to go up to each team... Before each game, go up to the coaches and talk about the rules and decide on the rules before every game and have different rules with every fucking team. That's haphazard. I don't like that.
1: That's, that's Wayne County softball. Like,
0: like, I literally can't stand that. It bugs me. It should be the same across the board the entire season. Okay? So the one game...
1: Back to a pitcher that's still a stolen base. Yes.
0: Yes, exactly. So it's either you're going to...
1: overthrow, like you throw it to the fucking outfield... Then that's an
0: error on the catcher. but if... Right. And now, okay, now that's the other thing. That's the other thing we discussed. And I said, are, are you going to do that? And he's like, well, if it's like around the pitcher and around the mound, then no. But like if, if your catcher launches it out into center field, I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. That's fine. But to me, it's either all or nothing. You're either allowed to steal home or you're not. And then he asked me, he's like, well, if I have runners on first and third and my runner takes off for second, and your catcher throws down then what i was that's a steal right i was like well i said in that situation i don't care because then it's then it's a strategy it is still technically a steal it is still a steal but it's a strategy like i like i'm this is why i'm up in the air that
1: used to be a play that we as the Dodgers had yeah we mastered we and, mastered that play. And
0: see, now that's this – is, this is where I'm at with it. You're leaving too much open to interpretation. But
1: back in the day, that was 100% legal yeah. by yeah. the rules in our league. Right. right.
0: And this is why I say it. there's just too much left open to interpretation. You have to decide on the rules as a league before the year starts.
1: Because my opinion, if you're going to say a throwback to the pitcher that the pitcher drops and falls at the mound, you can run home. As soon as the pitcher catches the ball halfway to the fucking catcher, because the catcher can't make it back to the fucking mound, you should be able to take off because it's not a fucking steal at that point. It's a live fucking play. If that's how you want to fucking look at that play, then when the, ca- when the pitcher receives the ball back from the catcher, it's a live ball and you can fucking go home. And yeah. I, I, as a coach, would test it. Especially after the, like, see, I'm getting heated and I wasn't even there. But especially after hearing that, my next play, the next time somebody was on third, that's how I would have fucking done it.
0: It annoys me. Because
1: that's where the, my mind would have went. All right, you drop uh, the ball, it's not a steal. Well, guess what? As soon as he catches the ball, it is no longer a steal. It is a live fucking ball.
0: And here's you – know, you dropped a lot of F-bombs there. <laughs> here's here's another thing that I'm a little confused by. Little League World Series, how many players do they have in the outfield? Three. Okay. So, we're trying to get back to real baseball. Now, last week when we played the one team, the team I don't mind, uh, we discussed it prior. The head coach wasn't there that night, so I talked to the other coach. I'm like, because I'm trying to understand the rules because I know there's new rules this year. And I'm like, since it's more like regular baseball, what are we doing? Are we still running four in the outfield or are we running three, just so I'm aware? So, we decided on three. I'm like, okay, cool. The next game we played, the team I don't really enjoy playing because it's all competition, balls to the walls. They have the most athletic kids in the league because that's how they drew the team, drafted the team. And uh, uh, they were running four in the outfield. We only had three the whole game, but that's, that's because we didn't have enough players. But I didn't realize until the second to last inning that they were running four outfielders, and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. What are we doing? How are we doing this? So then again, the last game we had that head coach was there this time. And I asked him, I'm like, are we doing three or four outfielders? What's the rule? What are we doing? He's like, Oh, we're still running four outfielders. Why? Right? Why? And he said, you know, I, I guess I kind of get it. He's like, there's gotta be a transition period where you're transitioning over. I kind of get it, but I also kind of don't. I also kind of don't. It's, I don't know. You just you have to decide before the league year, and all teams need to agree on it and know about it.
1: Right, what happened to the league meetings? This, place, this league used to have. They used to have two or three of them before the season fucking started. Yeah. And one was picking of teams. Yeah.
0: Yes, and the picking of teams shouldn't just be like the person in charge of the league has shouldn't his be. own team, yeah, and he knows he knows all of the kids. And you want to know the, the funny fucking part? part? I was told. Now I'm dropping the F-bombs. I was told the kid on my team that is a fireballer, he wanted him. He was going to take him. He has five kids that can pitch consistently well. He has the most athletic kids in the league, and he wanted this kid. Why? Why? Is it because it's only about winning to him? And this one that I like, who was trying to take it in a good direction, said, no, we're putting him on... Corey's team Is he because the league? he'll probably end up. I'm assuming someday, maybe. We,
1: we, we should but really he, make a push to he push he pushed
0: to team. get that kid and the other one on my team because we lacked pitching last year. And I looked at him when he told me this the other night. I said, "Thank you." I said, "Thank you so much because my team would be hurting this year if we didn't have those two. We would be hurting for pitchers. We would just we would be getting throttled right now if we didn't have consistent pitching." we just barely have enough kids to pitch the team that wanted them they have five or six kids that can pitch their entire infield is athletic if they tried and focused they could turn double plays like we used to <laughs> the only in the te- the only team in the league that i could see doing that and right that's
1: now that's cuz it's basically an all-star team
0: because he knows all the kids and he picked his team
1: and, and, but you know you know it's funny you say they could turn double plays like a- like we used to Well So so basically what you're saying Is that team's an, an all-star team If you were to Take an all-star team From this league 95% of the kids Would come from that team Could be Right
0: We beat them twice already
1: And that team Wouldn't have stood a chance Against one of our worst teams When we were kids
0: My Reds would have beat them
1: That's where I <laughs> was going with it I was like those Reds Could have beat them Yeah and and it's not like you guys were bad, it's just we had we were, as a league we were really, really good.
0: Yeah, our all star teams went out and won tournaments.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we had enough all stars that we had. It's two too. Teams. It's
0: too bad that uh, our our team or our leagues weren't in the what 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 is the league Babe world Ruth. series? It's Babe Ruth. What were we? Cal Ripken back then? Or no?
1: Yeah, we were Cal Ripken.
0: It was one or the other, vice versa, and we were in the wrong Little League to make it to Williamsport. That's basically what it was. We had so many
1: good players. We had had to have two all-star teams. Yeah. A and B. I don't know why they ever did that. That was just stupid. Like, the B team wasn't as good as the fucking A team because when we scrimmaged every Saturday for practices, it was, like, split right down the middle of who won. Mm.
0: Yeah, so all in all... The season, is, completely weird today. the season is the season it was a sports episode but the season is better than it was last year. Uh, it's moving in a good direction but there are still some things that should be fixed. So hopefully by next year which will be my son's last year hopefully shit's buffed out. And just it keeps going in the right direction. Now personally I don't want to be on the board of anything. I don't have the time to dedicate to it. Nor do I want the headache or hassle. But I do have ideas.
1: <laughs> My thing is after the passing of the guy who used to run that league, it should have been put straight out. You want to run the league, you have no say in coaching. I think at all. I you think that
0: should be definitely a be a rule. I think whoever's running the league should after run the league the way and not coach.
1: He ran it. I mean, benefited me.
0: This is this is 2.0. This is the same thing. I know. It's wild.
1: He ran it. Why would you let somebody else who is coaching in the league take the league over like that? Mm-hmm. Knowing it's he had his turn doing it. Now it's my fucking turn to get all the fucking all the plastic trophies to put in my fucking house. Mhm. No, you shouldn't have anything to do with coaching. You run the league, that's all you do. Is you run the league, you make sure the teams are split up equally and that's that. Yeah. And if there's any questions, they contact you about the rules. Not I'm gonna I'm gonna play the system to the way I want it to be played for me and my team because I'm in charge.
0: Yeah, and I got I got to tell you too with with the way it is this year, I've never seen kids get so hard on themselves. Like these kids are upset. The handful that like really care on your team. Mm-hmm. Good. Like after this last game. We lost in the last inning by one run, and heads were hanging. I was like, "Guys, I was like, listen, we good. played they good. Just, they care. Yeah, I mean that, and that's that's what I told them. I'm like, I'm glad you all care, but do not put yourselves down that much. I said we're still three and two. It's a long season, and not for nothing. There's only four teams in the league. All four make the playoffs. I said mm-hmm. we're good. I said so. We just keep improving every week, and then come playoff time, we'll, we'll steamroll everybody. Just, we're good. Don't worry about it.
1: See, I wasn't the kind to hold my head down, hang my head when we were down. I just think back to, to DV one summer.
0: When we were down 6 nothing, in Legion?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I hit and that three-run homer, and then you hit a solo homer. almost threw me out. Yeah. And the umpire just looked at me when I walked up to the bat after that fucking tirade. He was like, I guess it worked, huh? I said... Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. So we come back with a bang talking about sports and little league and all kinds of fun everything. shit. Yeah, it was fun. So
1: it was, it, it's the time of year to do it too.
0: Yeah. So next episode on to something else.
1: Next episode might be a deep episode, you know.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, this last week I you got you have you listened have you listened to any of my holies confessionals episodes?
1: Bro, do I have fucking time?
0: Yeah, when you drive to work. Support your best bud. You'll like this last one. If you listen to any of them, listen to this last week's. Because the girl from the community I had on. Who? She, uh, her name's 13 Vibes. X-I-I-I Vibes. She is uh, into paranormal stuff. And she's kind, she considers herself kind of like a medium, but not a medium.
1: Okay, so we need to get her on this one.
0: I mean, we can. She, she might even start up her own thing someday, but listen to that episode. It's episode nine of Holy's Confessionals. We went for two and a half hours.
1: Let's get her on this fucking... Um,
0: I told her that we did one like this, too. And I'll talk to her. Maybe maybe we'll get her on. But uh, So if you listen to it, it's probably half an hour to 45 minutes in, we start the paranormal discussion. You'll really like it. You'll really like it. So maybe we can get into some stuff like that next yeah, time. Yeah, we can get into some...
1: Into some deep shit next time oh, yeah. I'm here,
0: but sounds good to me. I was thinking
1: about going deep <laughs> this time, but nah.
0: <laughs> so it's it's nice to finally record something again. And uh,
1: oh yeah, maybe the, the uh, 29th will be our the next one. That's the two weeks from today.
0: Okay. All right. Well, until next time.
1: Later.